What's shaking fire nation JLD here and welcome to episode 1422 of EO fire where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs a seven days a week and I'm dropping value bombs daily on Snapchat. It is the only direct mentoring that I do, Fire Nation. So check out my JLD ramps on Snapchat under John Lee Dumas. It is the best way to start your day. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Mr. John Livesey. John, are you prepared to ignite? Am I ever? Let's light the match. Yes. John is a funding strategist and helps tech CEOs craft a compelling pitch that engages investors to fund their startup. He hosts the Successful Pitch Podcast with investors from around the world. He won Salesperson of the Year during his 15-year career at Condé Nast. John, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Thanks, John. Well, I live in Los Angeles. I have a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel that I adore and keeps me happy. My personal passion is photography. When I heard that photography is painting with light, I don't know how to paint, but I know how to take pictures. And I just became incredibly passionate about it. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I love to go to friends' parties and take pictures for them and make that a gift. And people seem to love it. And I love doing it. Okay, first off, I love King Charles Cavaliers. My cousin has <laughs> one, and they're just the cutest. I actually grew up with Springer Spaniels, so they're just like little tiny toy Springer Spaniels, and uh, so cute, so I love that. And John, yes. you know how to generate revenue for others. I mean, you know how to get other people to get invested, and we're going to be talking about some of that in a little bit here, but how do you specifically generate revenue in your business? Well, my business partner, Judy Robinette, and I have cracked the funding code, and we run targeted Facebook ads to create a compelling message to get startups who are seeking funding to click on that ad and then watch our free webinar. And after they do that, John, they then fill out an application and book time to talk with us. And then we work with them for six months, and we charge $8,000 for that six-month process, and we make sure their pitch is pitch perfect. And then we make warm introductions to the right investors. And once they start taking off and getting funded, a lot of them hire us to be on their advisory board in exchange for equity. So Fire Nation, you just heard a funnel that rocks. I mean, I just love that funnel because it's so simple, but it's so valuable. Now you need to invest time up front, of course. You need to invest money up front, of course, with the advertising. But then once you have things going, it's just a funnel that you can just keep putting in a nickel and keep having a quarter plus pop on out. And that's the funnel that we're looking to create as business owners, Fire Nation. So we're going to talk more about that because, you know, high five, John, from across the pond here. Mm You're crushing that. Appreciate that. And let's kind of now move into a time when maybe you didn't have a funnel that was rocking it. Like, you know, let's maybe talk about a time that, you know, you were struggling as an entrepreneur. In fact, let's talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment. So take us to that moment, John. Tell us that story. Sure, John. Well, about two years ago, I had been in my business for about six months and I launched my business as the Pitch Whisperer, where I would teach founders how to pitch for funding. And I had the worst moment because I'd spent so much money defining my avatar, finding their pain points around pitching, and realizing that I was solving a big problem because only 1% of pitches to investors get funded. And I gave a webinar, and then I was getting 
76 people in a row, John, saying, no, we're not going to do this. And I thought I'd wasted all my time and money. I mean, I was used to rejection from a 20-year sales career, but I knew something was wrong. Either I had the wrong target market or the wrong offer. I thought, am I crazy to think that founders who were pre-revenue in a startup would pay me to get a great pitch? Or was I missing something? So I made the decision not to give up and dig a little further. And turns out, Founders know they need a good pitch, but they really wanted to get a warm introduction to the right investors. And after hearing that request dozens of times, and I would always say, well, I don't do that, or I don't know investors, I decided to launch my podcast, The Successful Pitch, and start interviewing investors who would share with me their criteria on what makes a great pitch, and then I could start referring people to them that I had vetted. Well, I still had to conquer the fear of not getting anybody to listen to my podcast or worrying about if I spent money on launching it, nobody would download it or how would I get a guest? But I took a deep breath and a little leap of faith in myself and said, okay, I'm going to spend some money on launching this podcast. And my second guest turned out to be Judy Robinette, who sits on the board of Illuminate Ventures. And she started sending me people to get help with their pitch and they started getting great results. And she said, you know what, why don't we go into business together and start crack the funding code? So that's how I went from my worst moment to my best moment. The podcast was the answer. I know. I'm not just going to just sit here back and say, hey, the podcast is always the answer. But Fire Nation, the reality is this. When you are willing to provide free, valuable, and consistent content out there into the universe, things are going to happen, whether that be through a podcast, through video, through emails, through social media, through a blog. There's a lot of ways to do it. But it starts with you producing the content and giving the content away and doing it in a consistent manner. If you're willing to start that ball rolling, then all you're going to need is a little bit of luck. Now, there was a little bit of luck. You know, he got hooked up with the right person and and that person was just like, yes, I'm going to start sending you people and hey, maybe let's form a partnership, X, Y, Z. But guess what? Luck is where effort meets opportunity. John was putting in the effort, the opportunity came, and he got, quote unquote, lucky. And look where he is now. So I love that story, John. That's my big takeaway from your worst moment. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets? Well, I think there's three big takeaways for me that your listeners and Fire Nation can take away. One is listen to your prospects. And figure out a way to get them what they want and that are willing to pay for. So my prospect said, yes, I need a good pitch, but I need investors, an introduction. So I figured out that the podcast was the best way to do that. The second part is collaborate with somebody who has contacts and a complimentary skill set. Judy doesn't like sales and doesn't really get involved in how to pitch, but she knows everything about financials, which is not my skill set. So it was perfect. And the biggest one, I think, John, is don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Fire Nation, investing in yourself is the best investment you can make. I recently had a friend ask me, John, if you had $10,000 right now, or the person was actually saying, if I had an extra $10,000 right now, what would you do in my position with that $10,000? Like the stock market, like this, like that. I said, I would spend every single penny investing in myself, whether that be through mentors, through masterminds, through learning courses, through doing X, Y, or Z, I would invest it in myself because Fire Nation, you're the best investment you'll ever make. Now, John, let's kind of move into another story, this one being your greatest aha moment. So take us to that moment and tell us that story. Well, my big aha moment came with my business partner again, Judy Robinette. She said to me, John, I just read the greatest book by Jay Samet called Disrupt You. And I said, Judy, I just interviewed him on my podcast. Would you like to meet him? And she said, yes. And that made me start thinking, 
am I the only person that really knows all the guests on my podcast? <laughs> so I thought, well, what if, and I think the best idea is start with that question. Judy and I co-hosted a private Facebook group for the guests of my podcast. That way, the investors and the authors that I've interviewed from around the world could get to know each other and we could start our own ecosystem where the investors could network and fund deals. It turns out to be a huge success and it allows me to get guests on the podcast where I'm now in demand versus having to go out and find the guests because they want to be part of this private Facebook group. And we've even had press on it, like multiple sites like Yahoo covered us doing this private Facebook group for investors. Fire Nation, you've heard Judy's name a few times here. She was actually episode 734 of EO Fire. So if you want to go check out her story, she's got a lot of cool things going on. I definitely enjoy chatting with her. Just head over to eofire.com, type in Judy, and uh, you'll be able to check out that great interview I did with Judy Robinette. Now, John, what was your big takeaway from this aha moment that you want to make sure Fire Nation really gets? The biggest takeaway for me in that aha moment was... Look at your resources and realize that if you start sharing your connections with other people, you, again, give such value to them. So if I'm going to interview an investor on my podcast, I want to keep that relationship alive and give them value so that when I have a founder who's hired me to help them with their pitch and warm intros, that I haven't ignored them for six months. And this Facebook group was the best solution to it, plus giving them a way to meet other investors to fund a deal together. So it's a win for everybody. That's Look for those win-wins. Fire Nation, those win-wins are huge for so many different reasons. And if you are going to be able to go into a situation where there's winners all around, you're going to have a success. So look for those opportunities where it's not just benefiting you or it's not just benefiting the other people as well, because if it's not benefiting you too, it's not sustainable. These need to be sustainable win-wins all around. And these opportunities will keep on coming. So John, if you had to say, what is your worst trait as an entrepreneur? My worst trait as an entrepreneur is that I absolutely hate, hate accounting. It tortures me. I'd rather do anything than do my taxes or keep track of my financials. I mean, I can look at it, but I don't want to do it. It's just torture for me. So I definitely have to outsource that. What's your biggest strength? I'm a storyteller. Plato said storytellers rule the world. And my passion is not only being a storyteller, but teaching other people how to be a storyteller. And I transform them from boring people to inspiring them. And it (laughs) thrills me to watch that happen. So, John, you have a lot of things going on right now, but what would you say the one thing that you're most fired up about today is? My new book, The Successful Pitch, Conversations on Going from Invisible to Investable, comes out next month, John, and it's a collection of my 10 best episodes of my interviews from my podcast combined into a book that now people can read about it instead of having to listen to it. Let's maybe kind of dive into that book a little bit and uh, maybe pull out a couple points that you think would be really valuable for my listeners. So say Fire Nation, you know, is it either interesting in learning more about pitching or is maybe in a situation where they're looking to pitch, you know, any of the above. Give a couple points that you think surprise most people when it comes to pitching the correct way. Most people are surprised that they have to be a storyteller. They think that people are going to give them money for their idea or their app or their product. When in fact, investors invest in the jockey, not the horse. And you're the jockey and you have to learn to sell yourself. And the best way to sell yourself is to be a storyteller. And if I can get tech people who are so left brain to become comfortable in the right brain imagination storytelling vein, then they'll get funded regardless of whether their product shifts or not. I love that because Fire Nation... 
we buy into the story. We buy into the vision. We want to get excited. And if you can't get excited about it as the founder, then how can we? John, break down something else. Well, the other big mistake people make is I don't have any competition. And when you come across with that kind of arrogance, the investors automatically say, no, you've lost all credibility. Because if you don't have competition, you don't have a market. So I teach founders how to be confident, but not arrogant. I have them stack up their moments of certainty so that they can really be confident when they go in there. One of my clients, Martin, did that exercise and the story blew people away and he won a pitch contest. He grew up in the Netherlands, but he's originally from South America. When he turned 18, his parents took him back to South America, dropped him off naked in the Amazon jungle what? to survive for two weeks because in his culture, that's a rite of passage into manhood. I said, guess what, Martin? We just found the opening to your pitch. <laughs> what, did, what did you learn in the Amazon jungle? It goes, well, I learned how to focus and pivot and persevere. I said, great. We're going to take those lessons from the Amazon jungle into the concrete jungle of being an entrepreneur. And the investors loved it because they said, I'm going to put my money on the guy who survived the Amazon jungle because whatever problems come up in his business, he'll be able to figure it out. And who doesn't want to tell that at a cocktail party? Yeah, so this guy that I invested in for this company, like his parents dropped him off in the Amazon (laughs) naked. He survived for two weeks. You better believe he's going to crush this little business thing. Exactly. (laughs) Fire Nation, don't you go anywhere because we're about to crush the lightning round. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. Are you stuck for ideas on how to create an amazing logo, website design, or social media background? Let's face it, for some of us, design just isn't our expertise. Luckily, I've got just the place, Design Crowd. Design Crowd helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. In just four steps, you'll be rocking your new custom graphics. Step one, post a brief that describes the design that you need. Step two, Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Step three, within hours, you'll receive your first design and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. Step four, pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code FIRE when posting your project on Design Crowd. The team we built here at EO Fire is integral to our success as a business. Without them, we wouldn't have time to connect with Fire Nation and continue to grow. If you're looking for quality candidates who can help you free up time and connect with your audience and grow your business, then ZipRecruiter.com can help. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualify candidates will start to roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, Fire Nation, try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. John, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Very prepared. I love lightning rounds. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. And I decided I needed to put some faces on that fear, John. There's a fear of rejection. There's the fear of failure. And then there's the fear of the unknown. 
And once you figure out what you're afraid of, then you can figure out how to solve it. Fear of rejection, just don't take it personally. Fear of failure, don't worry about it. Just let it go. It's just feedback. And then, of course, the fear of the unknown, don't go it alone. Collaborate. John, what's the best advice you've ever received? I think it would be from one of my guests, Jay Samet, who wrote that book, Disrupt You. And in it, he said, not only is failure just feedback, keep going till you get a zombie idea so great it won't die. (laughs) Also a past guest of EO Fire, love Jay. He's just an inspiring guy. So John, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I'm really big on making sure I take regular breaks. And I know you're a big proponent of this too. If you want to be more productive, don't multitask and schedule in breaks. If it's not scheduled, it doesn't happen. So I make sure I work for 40 minutes and then take a 15 minute break whether it's walking my dog, just literally changing the mindset and getting fresh air and perspective all the time. I really think that's a key to my success. Yeah, I'm obsessed with the Pomodoro method, which is just that sprints with the breaks. And it's kind of weird you said uh, 40 and 15, John. I've actually just continued to tinker, tinker, tinker. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I love 42 minutes on, 18 minutes off. That's my okay. thing right now. I love it. Because I, like I like to schedule an hour blocks. And right. I just realized that, you know, that 18 minutes, it just gives me like a little more time to kind of kick back in my chair, maybe and read or do, you know, quick little lap around the, the house for a walk. So I just, 42 and 18 works for me. But the key thing is Fire Nation, you got to find what works for you. So, John, share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. I really like Trello. That's what I have my team use to keep track of all my podcasts. And they track everything from where is it in the production standpoint, when's it airing, do we have the headshot? And it really helps us all collaborate and keep everything on track. If you could recommend one book to join the successful pitch on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? That would be Judy Robinette's book, How to Be a Power Connector. She has three magic questions in it that can change your life which is how can I help you? What advice do you have for me? And who else do you know I should talk to? Love it. Judy speaks the truth, Fire Nation. And John, this is the last question of the lighting round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would go out and then buy a Yeti mic and start my podcast, A Successful Pitch, and start interviewing investors so that I could get my network going and start creating valuable content right away. Fire Nation, free, valuable, consistent content. Make it a priority in your life. And John, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, I created a gift for your listeners. Just go to sellingsecretsforfunding.com forward slash fire, and I will email you a free PDF of the three mistakes to avoid when you're pitching for anything. And the best way to follow me is john at johnlivesay.com, and I'm on Twitter at john underscore livesay. And a parting piece of guidance. Parting piece of guidance would be what Arthur Ashe said, which is the key to success is confidence and the key to confidence is preparation. So don't wing it when you get in front of people who can invest in you. 
Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JL and JLD today, so keep <clears> up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type John in our search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about, best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links, you name it, it's there. And of course, his gift for you is sellingsecretsforfunding.com slash fire. Did I nail that, John? You nailed it. Boom. John, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. It's a pleasure. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with JL today. And our newsletter, by the way, is the bomb. It's where I share the latest and greatest in the world of entrepreneurship. Simply head over to eofire.com to subscribe or just text the word EOFIRE to 33444 and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for quality candidates to help you grow your business? Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.